0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply
1: backing in to the postseason, How do you feel about it as a fan of an NFL team? That's the scenario for the Dallas Cowboys who at seven and eight host the Redskins. If they win and the Eagles lose to the giants, that's the glorious scenario for the most interesting team in the NFL this season. Let's talk about it with Corey Majors from 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Corey, good to talk to you, Dave Briggs and Ross Tucker. How do you feel? How do the fans feel about the prospect of backing in? I heard Sean and RJ initially after the Philly game say it would be like rewarding a kid's tantrum and then taking them straight to the mall. They didn't want to see it.
2: Oh, man, Uh, what a way to look at it. Uh, I I, I disagree with them a little bit because I think experience in the playoffs is important no matter what. you have a relatively young team, I know some of the offensive linemen are aging, and, uh, you know, Dak is a four-year veteran now, but I think that quarterback needs all the experience he can possibly get. I think Michael Gallup could use all the experience he can get. There are guys on the defensive side of the ball that definitely could – uh get something out of the playoffs i kind of do the same thing with the mavericks if the mavericks had kind of just snuck in at the eight seed this year i would thought that was perfect even if they got blown out by whoever the opponent was because i think playoff experience is is huge so so i think just getting in is important uh but i i agree this regular season has been very lackluster. Uh, you haven't gotten what you wanted out of the team. Although, if you look at what they've done offensively, they've been the best they've ever been. Their plus minus, Gil Brandt posted that the other day, their plus minus is ridiculous compared to what they did last year. So they, they've done some things well. Finishing and winning has not been their forte this year. And uh, and that's been a problem, especially with you know coach's job on the line, a big contract for your your quarterback. So I, if, when it comes to backing into the playoffs, I think it's super exciting. And I'm, I'll be the, uh, the optimist in this. I think it's super exciting that you have two teams playing at the exact same time, and neither team knows uh, you know what the outcome is going to be uh, beforehand. So you're going to get the best football you possibly can as they're playing two poor opponents.
3: So here's the question, though, Corey. How do the fans feel about it? Like, are they all really clamoring for the eagles to lose so the cowboys make the playoffs and who knows maybe they go on a run or are they hoping the cowboys lose or the eagles win so that the season uh, ross you know this uh
2: gone? this fan base here it really got into team building as we uh especially for for like our station uh we our, our draft coverage is bar none the best in in dfw you're not going to find anything better. And we have uh, some former scouts. We have guys that have devoted their time to scouting. And so when it comes to draft coverage, it's awesome. So as soon as one of those guys says, hey, it's time to start thinking about getting that number 15 pick, everybody changes their their transition to, okay, we should have been tanking all along so we could have Chase Young or uh, one of these other quarterbacks or, you know, CeeDee Lamb. So it, the, the fan base is kind of fickle in the mindset of, all right, we we love the idea of the playoffs, but what kind of pick can we actually get? And I think they're really frustrated. Apathy ha- hasn't quite set in because they're they were mad, but I think this team and we asked this question uh, earlier in the week: Where are you on the uh, on the death chart, uh, you know, or the grief chart? Where are you right now? And I think everybody's kind of hit the point of acceptance, and they're ready for commitment, and that's the next that's the last stage. When you get to commitment, you're like, okay, but the commitment's going to be to maybe an Urban Meyer, maybe a, a Lincoln Riley, not a commitment to Jason Garrett. That's where the fan base is right now. They've accepted that this team is has run its course and they're ready for something new.
1: Talking to Corey Majors, 105, three, the fan in Dallas, just to be clear, there is no scenario in which the Cowboys do back their way into the postseason, maybe win a playoff game and Jason Garrett stays.
2: I... I don't see one. I mean, how do you fire a Super Bowl winning coach? All right. So if you're saying no no way, I, I just I don't know how you would say, all right, that's gotten to its point. Maybe Jason Garrett would say, All right, that's it for me and pull a Bill Cower and say, I'm I'm done, I got my Super Bowl, I'm 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 ready to move on from this. And maybe Jason Garrett doesn't want to coach anymore. So, they're, you know, they're, for the Cowboys specifically, maybe he's like, look, I've, I've got some of the power, but some of these things just don't work for me. So I think that's a question that a lot, a lot of people have been asking is, just, have you gotten the best out of Jason Garrett this year in a year where he, his contract's on the line and, and his legacy with the Cowboys is on the line? I don't think you're ever going to get any more or any less out of him. You're just going to get the same consistent thing. I just don't think he's transcendent as a coach. And so, whenever, whenever you say, uh, what, could he win a Super Bowl?" Maybe uh, that's a possibility. And would he come back? Why? Why would the Cowboys not want a Super Bowl winning coach on the, uh, to be to be at the helm? So that's the only scenario I can see. That's the only one I can think of. Otherwise, I think that seeing the way this team has gone throughout the se- the season, they haven't lived up to what I think their talent is. I think that I think it's pretty much a a, a foregone conclusion.
3: Corey, can, I don't really understand the Garrett obsession. I mean, his contract's expiring. They've clearly underperformed. It's obvious he's gone. Like, I just don't understand where it's like people are just foaming at the mouth for him to be fired, which isn't going to happen because they don't have to fire him because his contract's going to expire. But it's just, it's it's like an obsession. Down there and nationally, they're obsessed with something that's inevitable. Um, It's it's
2: partially because they just sit there and uh, watch Bill Belichick do what he does year in and year out, and we dream back to the days of Jimmy Johnson, and we could have had that for you know for our entire lives if they would have just stayed together. So it's that ex girlfriend, better girlfriend scenario that's kind of in your way a little bit. Um, But with Jason, you know, he's not. He's media savvy to the point where he doesn't ever give the media anything. You know, so whenever he brought up Dak's arm, you knew it was serious because he never tells you anything. And, and, but he doesn't he's not he's not that most outgoing guy. There's he's very robotic. And whenever you win, that's fine. Like Belichick can do that. The coaches that win and give you those kinds of answers in the media that they get that pass. Right. We we're, we're like, OK, that's fine. But whenever they're not winning, whenever it's, you know, eight and eight, pretty much your whole career, that's whenever people have problems with it. Because the team, you can say underperforming, well, whose job is it to get these guys to focus? Is it is it on the players? Is it on the coaches? And why have, has the team been so inconsistent? And with a, a, a fairly young roster, a lot of a lot more people are more willing to give the players the benefit of the doubt rather than the coach that's been here for 10 years and had two playoff wins.
3: Yeah, so my counter argument to that, and again, yeah. he's gone. Like we all we all agree with that. He's gone. But the hate, I think, is a little much. Like just look at his last four years, Corey. 2016 yep. with a rookie quarterback, 13 and three. You know, number one seed got to the divisional playoff. Rodgers made a nice throw to beat him the next year, nine and seven, which isn't great, but isn't bad. And they were behind the Super Bowl winning Eagles, so it's would have been hard to win the division that year. Last year, 10 and six, win the division, win a playoff game. It's just it's weird to me how much people hate him and act like he's the worst coach ever, worst coaches ever don't have no losing seasons and make the playoffs two out of the last and I think years that's one of the, the reasons division.
2: that it's kind of been one of those like you really were hoping this season would be it because maybe this would be the, the, the final opportunity to go over the top uh that's that's why they everybody wanted to see this team do it they did I, seriously a lot of people wanted wanted Jason Garrett to be able to do it but there's also in-game management late in the game. That's all he's in charge of. Seriously, when, when it comes down to he is, he's a CEO of a team. He doesn't call his offense. He doesn't call the defense. Kellen Moore and Chris Richard do that on either side. And his job is to, within game, manage or within before game, within the game, inspire. And there seems to be no inspiration. The team's playing with with a very little emotion. And then on top of that, when it comes down to the last few minutes of a game, he's calling the wrong timeouts at the wrong time, mismanaging his clock and costing his team the opportunity to get points. They can't start off well, and you can blame that on the team or you can blame that on the coach. The coach is the one getting the most of the most of the the hatred right now. And I think I think that I think the big deal is really, you know, the 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 management of the game when it's on the line late. That's where people are getting have been most frustrated because early in his career, whenever he started out, it was fine because, you know, it takes some time as a head coach to learn. Well, that learning curve should have already happened. You should already be there. And those mistakes shouldn't be happening anymore.
1: Nine points was the killer last week. Talking to Corey Majors, one hundred five three, The Fan in Dallas. And there's a situation regarding Dak Prescott and his contract that we thought would be done in the preseason, then the first few weeks of the regular season. And now it looks like a potential or inevitable franchise tag. Interesting takes from your station in Dallas. Let's uh, hear from the fans.
0: If there's one thing you can say about Jason Garrett is that usually – He's pretty consistent. I mean, and, and you know, you think back, like... But the, consistent as
1: being a coach.
0: Well, well, the point I'm trying to make is when he's been... When they've been good, it's been pretty consistent. And when they've been mediocre, they've been consistently mediocre. Um, <laughs> I it, Like, that's the funny thing is, you know, you think back to, like, 2015. You're like, well keep losing games but they're they're in it to the end and you know 2017 was was kind of similar they had all that stuff that's what makes this season so unusual is that all that stuff that Garrett got all that credit for and consistency has been out the window because this season in my opinion hasn't been like any other if I don't know what edge you're giving me on the sideline for three hours every Sunday and I also don't see the results of your edge from Monday to Saturday I'm kind of at a loss
2: if you're an agent right now, and this is the potentially forty million dollar quarterback, right? Are you are you wanting him? He has to be honest with you. I you want to finishing out the, out the year. You've,
3: you do? Yeah, I
2: do. I See, do. I don't know if I. I, no, no, I, I want to no, protect no. him.
1: No, no, I want I want him finishing out the year because I, as an agent, I want to show Dak doesn't miss his games. Durability, you know, these are all things that you get you could point to. You know, when it's tough, you know, good or bad, my guy's still standing there playing quarterback for you.
2: Well, from the from the five eight five, if Dak can't hit a receiver though and can't run the ball, why play him at all? It's because he gives you the best chance to win.
1: I think to me, you know, it's a it's a fair point. It's a fair question. But to me, is it is it throwing the ball? Is it is it just is it just he's not throwing the ball well just because of the shoulder, or is he not throwing the ball because he's not good enough to throw the ball? Wow, a hot take there from 1053, the fan in Dallas. Dak Prescott clearly banged up, but what do you make of the possibility of not playing? Your franchise quarterback week seventeen with the postseason on the line, and secondarily, are we headed to a franchise?
2: Um, that's that's really interesting, and I want to point out those were those were from the show, the KNC masterpiece, and the first one was a little discussion of Dave Hellman from DallasCowboys dot with my co host this week, Brian Brattus, who is a he's a former scout uh, with the Cowboys. Actually, I believe he scouted Ross uh, back in the day as well. Um, so. Uh, and, and Ross, you'll, you'll join him later on this afternoon as, uh, as uh, we uh, talk a little later on today. But the, uh, the, in, in the first part of that was Jason Garrett yesterday had said that, you know, all the guys that wear the gold jackets, they do the things consistently. They're, they're, they're consistent. They're good. All, you know, they're always doing the same things. Jason Garrett wears the same clothes every day. Jason Garrett gives you the same answer to the same question all the time. Jason Garrett doesn't miss anything whenever it comes to being consistent. Our question is, and I'm going to ask Jerry this later later this afternoon, when, when you wear that gold jacket, you not only were consistent, you were transcendent, you were great. And, and if you're and Jerry Jones has one of those jackets. Jason Garrett has lacked the ability to be great. Uh, as a head coach and that's where that's where that kind of discussion started on the second part of that when I was talking to Brian Broaddus about you know starting my quarterback I don't I don't want I really want to protect the guy if I'm thinking he's the future of this team I do think that uh that Stephen Jones will have the uh the franchise tag in his pocket uh, as an option I mean I obviously want to see this quarterback with a different coach because we've gotten pretty much the same result with uh with this coach and this quarterback and we saw a little change with the offensive coordinator it wasn't consistent enough and consistent was the word of the day yesterday for our show but uh, the with Dak, i think that you know 40 million is a little overpriced and it was one of those situations where the cowboys came in really low he said all right fine i'll ask for even more and then they're going to try and meet in the middle. I think it's a decision they've already made that they want to keep this quarterback. But uh, but I, I, I'm hesitant to play him this weekend for the simple fact of, uh, it, does he give you the best chance to win? If he can't make throws, I don't know if I want him out on the field.
1: Wow, that's uh, that is interesting to look at that, and, and and so definitely the the tag happens, right? And will he have a problem with that? I don't know why
2: he would. I mean, you're getting paid a lot of money. Obviously, everybody wants that big time contract. I think the tag is more of a um, a part of leverage of now we have more time to negotiate. Some I think a lot of the contract deals are already ready and in place. I don't think the Cowboys have have made any other thoughts of getting another quarterback or going in another direction, and I think they've made that pretty clear to Dak and his people. Uh, but I, I don't think I think it's just more about hey, let's just take a little more time because Amari Cooper hasn't performed up to the level of the twenty million dollar contract he wants in this off season. So they have some other decisions they have to make. Do they want to r- bring back Byron Jones to be one you know one of their uh, their Corners for the next five years, and how much is that going to cost him? Uh, because he's, you know, one of the best cover corners you can find out there. So there are a lot of other decisions. They have to uh, figure out what their money and maybe, you know, with, if the uh, salary cap does go up even more over the next couple of years, they kind of have to, to, to see the landscape of that in order to say, okay, this is the appropriate price for you. So I think it's more about buying themselves extra time than it is saying, we only want you for one more year. I think that they'll get the tag and then they'll negotiate from there.
1: A lot of great questions for Jerry Jones this morning on one Oh five three, the fan in Dallas. You can listen to that on the radio.com app. If you don't happen to live in Dallas, Corey majors, lastly, uh, how do you see this going? By the way, does Dallas win and does Philly lose?
2: I think both teams win and the Cowboys miss out on the playoffs.
1: I agree with that situation entirely. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate it. And enjoy week 17. We'll talk to you next week.
3: Hey, everybody, it's Ross Tucker. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day exclusively on the Radio.com app or on the web at Radio.com slash home.
0: We really need new
1: phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month.
0: New iPhone 15s? You better over
3: here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum
1: of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without autopay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollar per line connection charge applies. See tmobile.com